L-A-S. Hi, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, digital and content marketing guy. I'm Alex Schulte, creative director dude. And I'm Craig Johnson, maker of graphics. And we're the LAS Marketing Team. And this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, Eastern Iowa's newest podcast filled with laughter, stories, and insight from a rotating cast of marketing professionals. Every Tuesday, join us as we break down modern marketing practices into something that you can use right now to better market your business, nonprofit, band, or even that dresser you've been trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. There'll be new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friends with Marketing Benefits is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. If you feel like it. LAS. Welcome to Creating Crab with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. I am Craig Johnson, your host, your guide, your magical mystery tour, your Eggman, your... I don't want to be John Lennon. Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to touch that with a tempo ball. Uh, in the booth today, slapping those buttons, DJ Frizzy Frizz, the business. It's Alex Schulte. Hey, I'm, wow. I'm struggling That's to quite, come up with fun names today. Quite the intro. <laughs> uh, and intro sitting diagonally for me is... Hold the applause. Devin Green! Hello, everybody. I'm what? Devin Green. Um, so I am a, what I call a, myself a full-stack designer. Ooh. What I do is I create brands, logos, websites, things like that, and I'm on this show with Creating Crap with Craig. By the way, you have an awesome intro. Thank you. I I, I was I remember when I was looking through the uh, – basically, we, we just have like a giant like sound – library that has all sorts of songs and sounds and I was just sifting through that and just mindlessly kind of clicking looking for a theme song and then I was like I found it the (laughs) holy grail of theme songs and I'll take it and it will be mine in the background did it go it was beautiful golden lights shine down Logan's trying to take credit for it it was not Logan it was me <laughs> I okay, I'm pretty sure it was me. I I'm 90 okay. I, he, now I'm now I'm second guessing myself. God damn it. I'm 95% sure I found that song no matter what Logan tells you. <laughs> Just in case the 5% comes back bites you in the butt. Exactly. I got to leave that leeway. I got to I got to cushion it a little bit cuz uh <laughs> there's a good chance that I'm wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong about many things in my life, Devin. <laughs> you will soon find that out about me. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we get a round of applause? This is the first guest I've ever had that was not like a close friend of mine. So Yay! Thank you, digital audience. Love you. Woo! Devin, how's it feel to be the first non-relative slash friend guest? Um, honestly, it feels good. I love meeting new people. You are have a very awesome, awesome energy. Oh, and, stop it. Yeah. 
And <laughs> it's just it's just nice to actually be on a podcast with someone. Don't get me wrong, creating a podcast by myself is fun, but doing it with other people. That's you know, I I wanted to honestly initially my initial thoughts was I was going to do this like by myself sort of thing and just go through like creative processes and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, eh, I think I want to do something different. I think I want people. I want to talk to someone and I want to like, it, it turned into this sort of interview style show. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you have your own, you have your own fancy podcast on the LAS podcast network. LAS. The innovative creative. Yes. The very innovative creative sitting across from me. Yes. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to listen to that podcast, it is called, yes, The Innovative Creative. And that podcast is about helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. So if you ever happen to drive in a neighborhood of the LAS Podcast Network website, uh, you can find that right on there under the podcast section. Absolutely. I've I've uh, I've been listening to it, and I actually really enjoy it. I, I like the fact that it's not... Like, you get right into it. Like, there's not, like, it's not like an hour-long podcast where half of it is nonsense that has nothing to do with anything at all. This isn't, like, one of those recipes you find online, and it's, like, <laughs> it's like a novel's worth of post about someone's, like, grandmother in World War II. And I'm like, this is beautiful, but also I just want to learn how to make this pie. <laughs> Please. Exactly. Uh, so I actually, I really enjoy that fact about your podcast is that, like, yeah. it's a good length. Uh, you have some really awesome insight on stuff and I feel like I've I've actually learned quite a bit by listening to it. And sadly, this cannot be reciprocated because you have never listened to my podcast. Unfortunately, you hate but me, that, Devin. No, I do not. So let's get into how much <laughs> Devin doesn't like. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> I understand. I get it. It's fine. But no, uh, I actually do plan on listening on, on the on the on the way uh, scooter ride back. So that's what my dad told me. <laughs> On the scooter ride back, though. <laughs> you did. It was so good. So I, so for the listener out there, we are recording this. This is this is Craig after dark. We're recording this at like at ten o'clock at night, which is late for me now. I never thought I'd say that in my life. Uh, <laughs> if you asked me ten years ago, I'd say the night has begun for me. I'm like the night is ready for bed. <laughs> I am good to go. I'm done. But uh, I pull up, and I, I was like, yeah, I got here a little bit early. I'll beat him here. And then I see this goddamn scooter coming towards <laughs> me. And at first, I was like, oh, here comes some, like, teenager. He's going to, like, blitz right in front of me or something like that. And then you started slowing down. I was like, well, hold up. Is that Devin? <laughs> and he come rolling up in a t-shirt and shorts, and it's like sixty-five degres out, maybe. And you're like, you're like, you're like, are you Craig? And I was like, are you? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's the wildest thing. I'm not the. I, I I don't know. I don't know exactly how to. I don't think they think things through all the time. I just go with that. You I'd were like, this will work. This yeah. is great. I'll get there in no time. You'll yeah, freeze exactly. halfway through, but... I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Well, you, you did great. You you commanded that scooter with absolute mastery. I've never seen someone ride a scooter quite like that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Years of driving. Years <laughs> of driving scooters. Yes, Devin was actually a professional scooter before he became a graphic designer. <laughs> What uh what uh actually speaking of which 
where did you start with graphic design? Like, what? How old were you when you were like, yeah, graphic design? That's what I want to do. Um, that's a tough question because sometimes I don't even remember. But, uh, amen. Essentially, I'll kind of like give you the bite-sized story. Um, so my mom told me that I started drawing when I was three. And I was always artistic and things like that. And I always draw, uh, draw and things like that and all that stuff. But about around the time I hit, like, middle school, I started getting really serious about just my art and things like that. But I never really, like, uh, did graphic design at that time. So I was creating pictures for people, making money off of that because, you know, Detroit, Hustle, all that other stuff. But uh, basically I was doing that. And then when I got to high school, I had my first real pretty much uh, – experience with graphic design tools with Adobe Illustrator, Adobe Photoshop, and things like that. I learned Adobe Photoshop first because everybody uh, was saying, hey, yeah, you should learn that and things like that. And I caught on to that really quick and made everything that I wanted to do. And then I realized that Adobe Photoshop doesn't do what I want it to do. I want it to be 100% resizable. Then I met my best friend yet enemy, Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> God, I love that thing. Yeah, the thing is amazing. Um, once I... Um, once I got a handle on it, which took me about a year and a half, way longer than Photoshop did. But once you got a handle on it and how everything was working and things like that, I started creating like comic book characters and things like that on the computer. And people thought, hey, that was cool. Can you make me a logo? And I was like, me being myself. I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. And yeah, I started. that's that's basically when my graphic design career started. That and uh, my uncle pretty much pushed me to download Adobe Illustrator. Um I won't tell you how I downloaded Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> it was 100% legal. Yeah. Adobe, if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, 100% legal. It was, yeah, it's, 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 it was 100% legal. Let's go with that. We'll go but, with uh, that. <laughs> but essentially, um, once I got it, uh, my uncle was like, hey, do this, do this, do that. And then I just started kind of like going on my own. And then uh, Google was around at the time, so I was researching all the other stuff and stuff like that, too. Um, mind you, I did this on a slow computer. Very, very like you remember those box computers which oh, were like tower. Yes. Yeah, those things are uh, those beasts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Dell too, and Dell was not known for their computer technology. It's not known day. for speed. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, that's basically how I started. Uh, went into uh, uh, went out of high school, started making money off of that, and um, just pretty much working a job, working graphic design, working a job, working graphic design, all the other stuff. So yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, my my experience was pretty much just uh, I was in college for teaching. I wanted to be a philosophy and psychology professor. That was my goal in life. That's, it, not, that's not bad. That's I mean, a, I, I, I you know actually the the sad kind of thing is is that I took a teaching class and uh, this was at Kirkwood. Um, I'm not going to name the teacher or anything like that, but uh, the way she taught that class made me not want to be a teacher. <laughs> and I had heard that like after the fact I'd heard that from like other students who were like, Oh yeah, she like does not teach that class. Well, and like it's really off putting and not what being a teacher is really like. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, my, uh, then girlfriend now wife, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she was initially going for graphic design and I didn't know really what that was. I, I was always, like, drawing and doodling and stuff like that. I grew up in a house that really encouraged art and drawing because my grandfather, my papa, uh, he was 
he he painted billboards and nice, like dude. did like painting and stuff. And he was amazing. Like that dude could paint like it was none other. He he would do like really photorealistic looking animals and stuff like that. But it wasn't the kind of photorealism where like you look at it and you're like, oh, it just it looks like the thing. It's like a it's like a he's like oh it kind of just looks like a picture of the thing. Like he had his own kind of style to it that like. I don't know. It was. It was. It, I loved his work, and I still love his work. Um, but because of that, I grew up in a house where you know that was my dad's dad. So he super encouraged like art and stuff like that. So I was always doodling and drawing, but I had no idea what graphic design was. And I go into college. Autumn is like, like, yeah, I'm gonna do graphic design. I'm like, what the hell is that? And she's like, well, it's like pretty much just like you get to do art, but like in a more like businessy kind of way and digital kind of stuff and I was like oh okay interesting and so I took a class at Kirkwood and I I was like damn I, I really enjoy this I, nice, I love dude. doing this and then I was like I don't think I want to be a teacher anymore <laughs> <laughs> I think I just want to do this like I can make money for being an artist and I don't have to try to get into fucking galleries and shit yeah pretty that, much that sounds a lot more accessible to me <laughs> <laughs> plus you know like this was when you know Adobe Either they had just started their subscription model or, like, they were just about to start their, like, subscription-based stuff. Oh, I don't remember yeah. when they did that. Um, but, like... I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. That's... You know what? That's fair. <laughs> I, I completely understand why. Um, it's also pretty overpriced. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was kind of my start. I took one class, and I was just like, I actually really like this. This is, this is fun. And uh, it just, it just kind of snowballed from there. That's awesome, dude. Like, I would say just you going to school and actually doing that, I envy people like you because I absolutely despise school. <laughs> um, education, I love. I want to I say that. But school, oh, man, it's just terrible. Um, I, I definitely have some qualms with the American education system. <laughs> <laughs> The American, not not, not all educated. Not, not all, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I commend you on that. Like going to school and actually learning all that stuff. I actually tried to go to college for graphic design. Uh, the degree that I was going to get was uh, a associate of applied science. Oh, and what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> um, my girlfriend at the time was like, "Hell yeah, you should go to this college. You should go to this and then go to this uh, college, Baker. If you ever heard of Baker College, probably not. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe I'm a- just thinking of a Baker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just not a need a Baker, but <laughs> but uh, essentially, when I went there, I was like doing all of this stuff in the class and I was like, I already know all this stuff. And then like the teacher would be like telling me to do this and telling me to do uh, that and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, so, all right, this is, this is the stuff I already know. When you're going to teach me stuff that I don't know. And I had pre prereq uh, prerequisite classes that I need to take. So I have to do some math and all this other stuff. And I'm like, why do I have to take this in order to get an associate of applied science? And first semester, I'm be honest, I dropped out. I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. I did, I, did, I didn't feel uh, comfortable in the class. I didn't feel like it was something that I wanted to uh, like do learn in that uh, natural matter and things like that. And I'm glad that this 
type of knowledge is like this type of ideology is uh, more frequent now than it was before. Because when I did that back then, everybody was like, why'd you click world? You ain't new on this. You could have got all this money and stuff like that. And then like, I'm, I, I got I got my own business and I'm making all this money and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm just like, yeah. I like, bet they're real quiet now. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but uh, that's one of those things where uh, I envy people who go to school and can learn in that type of way uh, because it's more structured than just going out and just Google searching every single thing that you want to like find out there. I'm I'm be completely real with you for a sec. <laughs> uh, didn't learn. A huge amount of stuff in my class. (laughs) I will definitely say my experience with graphic design classes was very similar to yours, where I was like, I already kind of know all this stuff. When am I going to learn the stuff I I don't know how to do? Yeah. And I I loved, you know, both my professors. uh, You know, at the end of the day, there's there's people doing a job. um, And so, you know, I... Kudos to them for trying to teach people graphic design. Um, however, I, I feel like a lot of it was assuming you already know how to do things and just doing random exercises. It wasn't until I got to, got through those introductory classes before I could actually take classes that I felt like I was learning new stuff in. Okay. So... If you're out there and you're pursuing graphic design as a career and you want to go the college route, which I will I will preface, you absolutely don't have to. Yeah. You really, really don't have to. But there are benefits to it. Um, like, that's how I got my first job out of uh, college was because my professor, like, one of the things he would do, he would always, like, list off, like, graphic design jobs and people would like ask him like hey do you have any graphic designers that want a job yeah so that's how i got my job was having that and of course there are some like if you want to work on a corporate level a lot of those guys either require a lot of prior experience or a degree yeah um so but you definitely don't have to i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you so (laughs) so so uh uh, the comment about uh, having a professional degree to be into corporate design. Um, I'm not going to say that that's BS, but I'm going to say that it increases your chances if you have a degree. But there are people out there who uh, didn't necessarily go the corporate degree route in order to get there. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, like the, uh, there's multiple ways to success. You just got to find the very, very tiny pathway in order to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you can come at them with like a like a just like a, a decent. Honestly, at the end of the day, what they're really looking for is a. Have you done what we need you to do before? And and b. Do you are you a living, breathing body that can do this thing for us? <laughs> yes. All right. Good. Yeah, good, 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 good. A lot of the things you see on resumes in general is usually stuff that they kind of have to put on there. They yeah. don't ne- not necessarily like require it. Even if they say they do. Need to work with others. <laughs> it's like, wow, who would have thought of that? <laughs> huh, wild concept. <laughs> Be but, able to manage your own work. <laughs> <laughs> I always love those things where it's just like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, uh, I've actually decided to try and apply for those like graphic design jobs, and I never got them. Um, 
the reason why is because I didn't have a degree at the time. I think it was when I was uh, still in Michigan. It was when mm. I was trying to apply for those. But not necessarily, but, like, just trying to, like, apply for those jobs and then getting rejected. But then someone else seeing your talent and say, hey, I'll pay you to do this kind of thing. That that stuff is, like, all right, so I didn't need a job. I didn't need to go to graphic design school in order to do all this stuff. That's that That's... That feeling is amazing. I will say that. It feels good when someone's just like, oh, could you, like, make me this thing? Or, like, when someone comes to you and they're like, hey, could you make this? Because, yeah. like, we like what you do. It's always like, <gasps> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me? Okay. <laughs> Nani? <laughs> the Japanese, the fucking anime gasps. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's 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 genuinely like it feels nice when people. It's it's weird because a, a lot of the time I spend looking at other people's work and I'm like criticizing my own stuff. Yeah. But when when someone comes up to you and like asks you and you're always like, but there's so many other people you could be asking right now. You yeah, want me? Dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's a uh, that's one of those things that like imposter syndrome like a hundred times oh, kind of thing. Awful. Yeah. I hate it. I got it so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say uh, as of late, uh, I've have had it, but, like, now I'm just kind of just, all right, I'm dope. I'm dealing with it kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, and that's not, like, an ego thing. That's just, like, a, hey, I've worked hard to get here. My work is dope. I'm confident in myself kind of thing. There, there's a, there's, it's a very, uh, good thing to be able to look at yourself and the things you've made and say, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I'm good at this. Yeah. Like that's that's such a amazing thing to be able to like get out of your own head and look at it and go, "No, this is good." Cuz I feel like a lot of people kind of get stuck inside themselves and that self-doubt cycle of just like, "Oh, no, this is ever good." And especially like I think the real problem is is if you're constantly looking at like what the big professionals are doing like if you're following yeah. aaron draplin on instagram and you're comparing yourself to him constantly i'm gonna be honest i don't even know who that is <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. he's he's my favorite graphic designer his stuff is awesome um but uh if you're following like like big artists and stuff well yeah of course their stuff's gonna look amazing but also they've probably been doing it Way the fuck longer than you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you 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 trying to compare uh, two different paths with two different goals in two different directions on two different timelines. You see where I'm going with this? Exactly. It's like it's like a fifth grader looking at a kid gar- kindergartner going, "You fucking suck, bud." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's no comparison there. It's like, well, fuck you. You're like way older than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. So like. Yeah, so I guess the the message there for the people that are listening, uh, success is not a one way route. You got to find it and do the things that you need to do in order to get to it. That is in your gut. Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. and don't and don't feel like you have to be good at everything. Like especially when it comes to art. One thing that I learned in my college art classes yeah let me let me put on my ooh, my degree <laughs> I'll, I'll put that up on the wall real quick um ching, ching, glass one, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> crippling debt <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it <laughs> biden please cancel it please i can't afford it <laughs> exactly right but uh one one nice thing that i could a really great takeaway i have from like having college art classes was having a professor 
who basically told us like, hey, you don't have to like just do realism like to be a good artist, and you don't have to be good at like abstract. You don't have to be good at like all art mediums. You can just be good at one medium. Like that's fine. And basically, like he was like he was like as long as you are in the piece, like your style, your passion is there, people are going to like it. If you're trying too hard to copy someone else's and you're not putting yourself into it, then stuff's kind of noticeable and it's, yeah. it's not as good looking. And uh, he was the first professor to ever tell me that, like, uh, I have a super cartoony style when it comes to, like, my art and stuff. I grew up watching, like, Cartoon Network and stuff like that. So. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... So that was the kind of stuff that I always drew as a kid. And so now that's just kind of my art style is like really cartoony looking stuff. And uh, he was the first professor to be like, dude, that's totally okay. You can draw cartoony looking stuff. Like it doesn't have to be like hyper realistic or anything like that. Like it's like, you can do that. That's totally fine. I was like, finally. Yeah. No, Validation. No, right. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy that we will continue to do things in a way that is just downright just crazy until we get validation oh that we think that is crazy until we get validation oh, it's yeah. nuts like i had that same experience when before uh uh i actually like hung out with my uncle and things like that he used to uh like he he, he was like the most one of the most influential people in my life because he was an artist and did all these things and he was just all around just a cool guy um, Frankie, if you don't know him, Frankie folks, you can probably check out his website, all the other stuff, ffolds.com, I think. I don't know. He probably don't have it up. But, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, essentially, when I would do my artwork, he would tell me that, it, oh, that's really good, but you can improve doing this, 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 and this. But, like, he would also give me validation that's saying, hey, you're going in the right direction. That's dope. That's awesome. That's lit kind of thing. But, yeah, that's. That's 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 all I got to say. That's about. that's really important for someone who's learning like a new skill, and especially when it comes to art, because I feel like art is such an expression of yourself yeah. that when it gets critiqued like really harshly, like when people are like, "Yeah, it's, it sucks. I hate it." Yeah. Like it almost feels like they're just saying, "Yeah, you suck," and it's like, yeah. "Oh, okay, <laughs> thanks." <That's>, it's <laughs> funny you say that because. Uh, the way art is uh, meant to be perceived is in the eyes of a beholder. So if the person thinks it sucks, then uh, nine times out of ten, uh, that opinion doesn't matter to you. It matters to them. Right. It's like a self-reflection kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is getting into philosophic uh, type <laughs> stuff. So. Back to that degree, man. <laughs> Back, to <laughs> Back to my initial attempt at being a teacher. <laughs> that, was, that was actually... Uh, Actually, literally back to my college classes. <laughs> I took performance art. Not theater, uh, but performance art. You know the uh, the really body art, someone standing like naked, covered in dead chickens in the middle of Times Square, screaming kind of art? Oh, okay. That's... That really like out-of-the-box kind of stuff. Like the, uh, I remember seeing one that was like these uh, women decided to lay in together and they were body painted and they got into this position. And they looked like a tiger. It that that that's body painting. That's that's body art. That's also that also works. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm trying to like understand, but that yeah. So performance art is like the art of it's like a physical kind of art, and so like I mean. For instance, one of my performance art pieces was uh, me and my buddy were doing 
uh, we were kind of poking fun at security theater, you know, like uh, TSA and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. not real security. It's just security theater at this point. It doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So we called ourselves the Safety Boys, and we walked around the art gallery uh, basically <laughs> screaming and harassing people, like being like these over like, hey, you got to stand over there, like hands where I can see them, that kind of shit. All that, like, oh, like okay. So it's art like that where like you're – you're, you're doing something physical or, like, you know, uh, uh, one really great performance piece I saw was, like, someone taking, like, a ball of yarn, like, that was, like, huge and just, like, uh, turning it into something, like, slowly throughout the course of, like, the whole uh, performance and just watching that physical rhythm of them doing the same motion over and over and over again. Um, but uh, back to what my performance art teacher told me. <laughs> she was like, if it makes them feel something you did it even if they fucking hate it if they walk away and they're like that was so stupid i hated that so much you made them feel something and that's the point of art it makes you feel something it makes you feel yeah that's uh that's the beauty of how art works and how graphic design works and how all that stuff so like the way I see it is art is in its pure form uh, a, a ability to express oneself in a way that they see fit. fit. And graphic design is a more structured form of the company, the inability to express themselves so that way you recognize them. Exactly. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, but not at all. It's just like one of those things that makes you think and then like, hey, why am I doing graphic design? But at the same time... <laughs> But at the same time. <laughs> but at the same time, I love doing it. I'm not saying that I don't love doing graphic design. I freaking love it. I love oh, that great. it's my like full-time job, things like that. I always try to find new things and learn new stuff. It's just always awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, let's let's take a let's take a hot sec. Let's hear some words from our sponsors. Alex, hit me with the sponsors. Hello guys, my name is Devin Green and this is the Innovative Creative a podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at innovativecreative.fm and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS+. For more information on that, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome back to Pure Chaos. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was uh that was quite the break. We've uh we're we are breaking apart the studio in here. Uh we're we're missing the we were gonna we were gonna come back to the beautiful ASMR sound of a of a ice cold cherry seven up being opened up into the mic. Beautiful. Uh we love it. I'm sure every <laughs> listener is definitely gonna be like, oh, I gotta Hold on, I gotta rewind. I gotta turn that up. Yeah, I love that foliage of 
Well, I mean, we're not we're not YouTube, but I mean, if if you're in the podcast world and they have a a AMSR, a, a whatever whatever that's <laughs> whatever that's called, whatever the acronym um, is, the whatever yeah. If you ever want to listen to that, I mean, I'm pretty sure podcast has better than YouTube. Exactly. I don't know where I'm going with this, but let's go back somewhere. To you. <laughs> it's been it's been chaos. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, mm-hmm. aka. <laughs> so shows beautiful. I love that. Uh, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your break. I hope you. I hope you. You got yourself. Maybe if you're driving, and I don't know. Good job. Keep going. But if you're chilling at home, maybe you got yourself a little bevy. Maybe you went to the bathroom real quick. Now you're sitting down. You're cozy. Maybe you're, you got Breaking Bad in the background. Yeah, you got your 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 you got your little blankie over you because it's a little chilly tonight. So you got your blankie. You got your earbuds in. You got yourself a little bit of coffee. Not probably not coffee. I don't know Hot what time tea? it is. Yeah, but Hot me, tea. But don't be like me. Don't wear shorts in the middle of. Don't wear shorts oh, while riding me. a scooter yeah. in the middle of the night. And I got to ride it back to my car, man. I'm not looking forward to that ride. <laughs> Frick, yeah. Wait, you're going to have to go back. <laughs> I mean, I am because, like, wind in my hair, but still. That's there. It's true. Uh, so there's there's something that I always love talking about other graphic designers with um, because I have seen many examples in my life. But uh, do you happen to have any... Uh, any recent worst graphic design things that you've uh, that you've seen lately? Because I saw a doozy recently. Oh, man. Um, Don't so, have to name names, though. So, <laughs> just, just general. I actually have to think about this one because I don't see that much bad design only because I don't associate myself with it and I don't get a chance to see it because <laughs> it makes me mad. <laughs> you, you just mentally block it out yeah, whenever but, it's there. Yeah, I have that whole thing where I just mentally black out things I don't want. So, essentially, I don't have one right at this moment. So, I literally have might have to come back to that question. I saw, you know those electric billboards that they have now? The closer we get to Blade Runner, uh, where (laughs) it's a billboard that now like changes through different things, and it's basically like a really big marquee. Oh yeah. Uh, I saw one that it was for, and this is so bad because it was for like a great cause. It was like a suicide awareness thing. Mm -hmm. Well, the the top half of the graphic was like like September is like suicide awareness month, Mm -hmm. and it was like. You can reach out or like something like that. Like like these people are affiliated with like suicide awareness. And it was this huge list of names. Oh my god. That I'm like, okay. A, I'm driving. B, you got like five seconds before it switches to the next thing and you're gone. And C, even if this was like stagnant, how am I I can't. There's yeah, like, so much. Like, I I get where you, I, there there are so many red flags that went on, but so first off, uh, somebody catches the billboard in a in a sec in in the middle of the list. They don't know what they're looking at. Second, uh, it just like why would you put that long of a list there? I and there was more information after it. There oh was God. more information after the list. I'm like, I can't even get through the list. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 if I had to, if I had to take a guess, the guy that put that up was probably having the same dilemma that we're having right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything with a billboard and long form information is just not a good idea at all whatsoever, dude. What you literally could have did was just been like, "Hey, go to this website to find out the information about." All, all these, these websites. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
the little things like that make me laugh because like they tried, they really did. They were like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to make sure that <laughs> they this went is, for yeah. it. Yeah. They, 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 they tried to get the hole in one, but it was like way off in the <laughs> other direction inside of sand dune. Now you're, <laughs> now you're in the bank. Yeah. It, and it was, I imagine it was probably one of those moments where I'm sure you've also had this where it probably wasn't the graphic designer's fault and it was probably the the corporate side of stuff going no we we want all of that right there and you're like and you're like well but okay hold on <laughs> this it's that's not going to look as good so my suggestion yeah. would be to not do that and then they go yeah but we're the client and we want that and you kind of just have to at that point go like okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh i have this thing that I don't intentionally know that I'm doing. Uh, when I'm working with clients, I should probably speak in the mic. When I'm working in clients, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll work with them on something, and uh, they'll be like, "Hey, I want to know if we could go ahead and do all of these things, and then do like these things." I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just I, I don't I don't I don't like I don't like just go flat out no, but. I, I just, no. I just I'd like my immediate response that I want to say is just absolutely not. It's just like, let's list all of these things out on the website in this long form format and then like make it look good. I'm like, no, <laughs> we are not doing that. <laughs> so what I what I what I usually end up doing is giving them uh, other options in order to get that taken care of, because. Uh, I mean, as a as a as your job as a designer, you need to make sure that this stuff looks good. And in order to make sure it looks good, you got to filter out all the BS too. So that 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 initial no that I do every single time, I don't know that I do it on purpose. I just do it because it's my job. <laughs> it's it's my job to tell you that that will be awful. Yeah, and, and like, and if they continue to want to do it that way, then I just like, okay, that's perfectly fine. It's not that big of a deal. But it's just, yeah, like. Yeah, just just flat out now. <laughs> I think I think that's probably a really good thing for new designers to learn is when to kind of put your foot foot your foot what the fur fur? your put, put, put your foot hurt your foot down. <laughs> put when to know when to like kind of put your foot down and be like, hey, I'm I'm telling you. That's not going to look good. I can show you if you'd like, but it will not look good. I highly recommend we go with option B. Like, yeah. like let's let's go this route. It will look much better. You'll still get your point across. Bada bing, bada boom. That actually me- leads me to another section. Um, let's say, for instance, I'm, I'm going to set the scene up. So, uh, say, for instance, you're working a long day on graphic design. You had a other bunch of products, and you're working on something and things like that. And a client asks you to do this initial change and things like that and all the other stuff. And you just be like, no, I don't think that'll work and things like that. And all these things and things like that. I said things like that a lot of time. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this will work. And I don't think this will work because of these reasons and all this other stuff. And you start typing and you start thinking and you'd be like, all right, let me go ahead and try this in the design program. (laughs) And then you end up trying. It was like. All right, so I just typed it all out for nothing because I look good. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, all clients have that thing, but uh, some clients have that de- uh, designer's eye when it comes to certain little bitty tiny things. Which is always, yeah. I love when that happens. Yeah, me too. Like, it's just one of those things like, hey, that takes a little bit of stress off of me. Exactly. And it makes it so that way you get exactly what you want. It was it was wonderful. I mean, 
when you handed when you sent in your thumbnail for me, I was like, perfect. I'm good. I don't have to make anything. I don't have to make any changes to it. It's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm done. Like when you work with clients and they start to pick up on your stuff too. Oh, excuse me. So like they they start to pick up on your design style and things like that. Then you go like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and do this and this and this. And then you think you're you're expecting it to be bad, and you look at it, it's like. Well, God damn. What? <laughs> when it when it turns into like a two way street where like you're both like when it honestly when it feels like you're both working together to make something mm-hmm. as a beautiful as a beautiful bliss yeah but it is definitely not always like that yeah there okay. I've had my fair share of uh, so I work with uh, right now I work with screen printing and so I work with t shirts mostly and other apparel okay. I've definitely run into my fair share of clients where it is like hurdle after hurdle after roadblock after roadblock, and it's like, just work with me here. Yeah. For oh my two gosh. Two seconds. <laughs> like, well, please. Man, those type of clients. We're not saying you're bad people. <laughs> what? We're we're, we're definitely you're, we're definitely not saying you're bad people. We're just saying, hey, see it from our side of the view. We're not saying you're good people. But we're not <laughs> saying you're bad, but we're not saying you're good people. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I guess the best way to put it is, we get that you want something perfect. We get that you want something that is in your vision, but in order for us to create that, you gotta let us breathe a little bit. Exactly, and sometimes. You you gotta take a moment and understand that I'm sure you think your vision is amazing. It just needs a couple tweaks. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, on my actually with my last episode uh, where I talked to my buddy Zach, we were talking about world building. Mm-hmm. A, a really uh, good thing we talked about was uh, your ideas aren't always going to be as cool as you think they are, and I feel like some clients. I, I, I just want to say, like, hey, I know where you're coming from. That's not as cool looking as you think it is. <laughs> like, it goes back to, no. No, <laughs> no we're not doing that. No, 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 no. Like, I, uh, there was, I, th- I think one of the most annoying things I ever ran into was we were making these shirts. It was, like, for some baseball thing, and this was a long time ago. Um, I made this whole design for this guy, and... The way we work is very much whatever the client wants is what we go with, like, end of discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I made this whole thing, spent, like, half the day working on it. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Because um, I would like, just started there and stuff like that. And by the time I was done, I sent it to him. He's like, oh, that looks great. Can we actually... And then next email is, hey, can we do this instead AKA, can we completely start over? Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like that. Now let's do not anything remotely like that. Yeah. I like, I, dude, I've had that. I have my, oh my gosh. It makes me so mad. Oh, so um, I would much more rather you tell me that, hey, this looks great, but this is not the direction we're looking for. Versus, hey, this looks right, but can we go on? Uh, can we like do this, 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 this to it? Because now the vision is muddy because you just piled on top of the idea that I just created. Exactly. And I'm angry and 
peed off because I just spent half the day on this and you just discredited in like one email. So, yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's because it's like, yeah, honestly, it would be better if it was like, just tell me to like, let's just start from scratch. Don't like give me so many, a whole bullet point of changes that now it's just a new thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, let's just start over. Yeah, it's like, I get that you're trying to be nice. I get that you just don't want to uh, discredit the work that I put into there. But tell me I need something different and new, 100% clean state versus trying to pile on changes on something that's already there. It's just, it, it never works for anybody. Especially when it's like, boy, I wish you told me this when I was halfway through this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. when I send you that progress update, wow, I wish you told me then. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I hate that. Like, I'll go through the progress and be like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that looks good. Oh, yeah. Like, second update. Yeah, that looks good. Third update. Oh, I want to change like 15 things. <laughs> it's like, where were you? Three updates ago, oh buddy. Come on. Yeah, come on. Like, give me, give me the picture. Like, give, for, like, tell me what you want. Um. Oh, yeah. I remember you said something. I want to try to uh, remember it. See if I remember this tidbit. Ooh. You, uh, you said something about, I think it was time or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, But it was something really good that I want to say. What did I say? Oh, man. That's, that's the problem with like, I get it now when... Whenever I'm listening to podcasts and stuff, and like the the podcaster says, like, "Hey, if you quote something that we said in an earlier episode, I don't remember what that was, and I don't <laughs> remember like what I was talking about. I promise oh you." And I, at first, I was like, "Oh, can you not remember like that iconic thing that you said like three episodes ago?" And now it's like I can't even remember what I said last episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um. When I record the episodes from my podcast, I don't remember half the things. I have to actually listen to it. I'm lucky that I have bullet points that I need to talk about so I can get in and out. Like, that's that's it. Anyways. Uh, see, I just, I just, I come in it, I come at it with uh, complete disregard for, for any, any kind of like pre-work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, uh, I like to have things that are structured and I get a lot of crap for it. I have like, a whole app system built on a bunch of apps built on a bunch of apps for that and yeah but i do remember this have you ever heard of a program called affinity designer that sounds familiar it is enlighten me and the people so affinity is a company uh affinity is not the company affinity is the brand uh started by a company called seraph in the uk which came out with three different types of graphic design programs, one for photos, one for uh, one for uh, vector and uh, pixel design, and one for uh, publishing design. And they all work with Adobe from formats. Ooh. And here's the kicker. It's only like a one-time fee of $55 each. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, this is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be. I know, right? But, uh, Affinity pay us, please. I know, right? Um <laughs> Essentially, the reason why I brought it up is because I hate Adobe's model, and I haven't used Adobe for about a good three years now. I think. Ooh. Yeah, and it's 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 a uh, it's that software. I use it to design all my logos. The workflow is better. The uh, Adobe still got me in their yeah, grip. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. Adobe is amazing. It is. Great. Uh, but y'all pricing model, y'all need to fix that. It's so <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, I get that y'all are at the top, 
but like the but only tone it down. <laughs> yeah, tone it down a little bit. Like Adobe, Adobe is like at the top of the industry because they created an industry for that particular field. Exactly. And now those files are proprietary, so now people feel like they have to pay for it. And then like, so there's a whole thing with uh, Adobe's uh, onboarding and then uh, letting go process. So Adobe will be like. Hey, you can subscribe to this right then and there, and get all the uh, like you know things that you need to get. You get like Typekit and all yeah. this cool stuff. Yeah, you get all your stuff, and you pay for the subscription and everything. But if you try to cancel your subscription, they will hit you with so many. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's like trying to cancel your goddamn like internet. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Hold on, hold on. So, wait, we can stop you. This <laughs> is like uh, if you ever wanted a discount from Adobe. Um, Literally go and try and cancel your account, and they will give it to you cheaper for uh, for the month for for like a, a couple months. Life pro tip right there. Yeah, thank you, Devin. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it's so bad because they uh they want their reten- their retention rate for their product um is there because of their very very horrible uh cancellation process. Right. So yeah, like. If you want to know a little bit more about that, go to this website called uh, growth.design. What it is is it does case studies about all of these things and gives you some uh, UX, UI improvements and things like that, how you can do all that stuff. That website is awesome. Ooh. I found that from I found that out from um, one of my good friends, Angela. Uh, she is a uh, just awesome design, UX designer and things like that. And she does this thing in this group called uh, in uh, International... Interaction Design Foundation Des Moines. Uh, if you're not a part of the group, that's perfectly fine. But she does this thing in there called Tool Share Tuesday, and that was one of the tools. And it's really, really that, that yeah, it's really, really nice. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she's just all around a great person. Uh, if you want to go and, like, add her on Facebook, uh, I wouldn't say add her directly, but definitely. Uh, <laughs> don't go DM this person. Yeah, don't, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, she's, she's just all around just an awesome person, awesome designer, uh, just always hungry for knowledge and just just cool people always love those kind of people yeah i uh yeah definitely you like if you're listening to this and you're thinking about like doing design and stuff like that but you're looking at that mountain of adobe like that price range trust me there are so many free alternatives even yeah. like if you're someone who like say you're like oh but I want to use Photoshop because I really like doing digital art or like maybe I want to make like graphic design in the more like a, a traditional style where it's all hand drawn and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I, I have met someone like that. Yeah. It's, an, it's crazy that they do it, but it's really cool actually. Um, but uh, like Krita exists. That is an app that I actually sponsored because I like drawing on my laptop. It is amazing, it dog. It is a fantastic drawing app. It is 100% open source, dude, and it, it is, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. It's, it's just amazing. So good. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's so many. There's, there's like, free alternatives, and if you're looking for Vector, there's um, In- Inkscape, yeah. something like that, um, which, real quick, the, <laughs> the amount of graphic designers that I've met that weirdly don't know what Vector is isn't a whole lot, but it's a surprising amount. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's enough that I'm like, you do this. How do you not yeah, know, know what that? that like means? they they'll do it and it's like, oh, it's 100 complete. It's like vector. What is that term? Is that from uh, what is that movie? Uh, Despicable Me. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's 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 vector. You know, it's 
it's infinitely scalable. It doesn't use pixels. It's like a math problem, pretty much. Yeah, pretty on much. crack. Speaking uh, of math problems, I'm glad I learned. <laughs> oh, welcome to Craig's <laughs> Education Corner. Today we're doing mathematics. <laughs> Featuring Devin. Devin, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so I would like to say that I am glad that I learned math when I was in school. Uh, more, more specifically, geometry. And the reason being is because I use geometry in a lot of my designs. You use geometry a lot in graphic design in particular, whether you know it or not. Uh, and the reason why I say this is because you, you, you do equations with the uh, program. The program does the equations for you. But if you're a nerd like me, who likes to uh, get the the direct coordinates of a file of, of an object in a thing and move it exactly 16 pixels? Uh, <laughs> there's that too. So I'm just saying. Evan's like, just sitting with a like a, a like a fucking T80 like fucking <laughs> calculator over here. It's like I already got a. <laughs> and then it's really just me just googling. <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But uh. That's that's the one thing I can say that I actually do love about math. It did teach me a lot about how vector programs work and how closely in relation how that stuff is working and behind the scenes and things like that, which is pretty cool. It also teaches you problem solving, yeah, which is a, a, a very core component that I think if more math teachers hit home, I think more students would be like, oh, this is why I'm learning it. It's like... It's not the the fact that it's, it's the formulas that you're learning. It's how to problem solve. Yeah, exactly. Um, which... Going off of what you just said, and uh, we can probably wrap up on this, mm-hmm. uh, learning that kind of stuff, learning like math or if like you want to do website design, learning, you know, a little bit of like HTML and like how all that stuff works is such a important component of being a designer because knowing how the back end stuff works can help you so much when things stop working. Can I add a rebuttal to that oh well rebuttal Uh Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh i 100 percent agree with you about how learning any of that stuff can um help you learn how to structure your design it can also limit you if you think of it from the ground up in that area on creativity so be cognizant of how you do your design only uh, be cognizant of how you do your design with creativity in mind and structure that's a hard th- those are two things that are hard to juggle at the same time. Man, absolutely. It, yeah, it's not a it's not an easy thing to do. Uh I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not a model for that. <laughs> Come at it with creativity first yeah. and then if, you know, when it's needed, go in there with the technicality. And but uh also one thing just take a quick minute to learn how your machine works because trust me a lot of these programs can be really taxing on your computers and your laptops and so again learning how your your machine works can really help in those moments where like things are breaking and i don't know how to fix it yeah (laughs) if you can learn how to fix that stuff yourself that's that's for the best yeah no kidding um yeah yeah and we'll end it there. Alex has hit the music. He's like, we're done. We are done. <laughs> Anyways, Devin, thank you so much. Real quick, shout yourself out. What are your socials? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on devingreen.me is my personal website. Innovativecreative.fm is my podcast website. And LAS Podcast Network, if you know where that is. I, I hope mean, you do. I know, right? <laughs> 
Uh, essentially, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's all the places. Uh, at Artistro08. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-R-O-0-8. Devin, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. You look no fantastic. Thank, well, thank you. you. I appreciate it. Uh, this is sponsored. Well, this is produced through the LAS Podcast Network. Please, 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 please check out LAS Plus. It's pretty good. It is fantastic. For just $10 a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content, like bonus episodes, maybe some like little bonus little extras here and there, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And ad-free episodes. Yeah, the ad-free episodes part is like the best part. Who doesn't want like, I mean, so good. yeah, it's so, it's so great. That is LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to go check that out and thank you so much i will see you all in the future i'll one day i'll figure out an outro but today is not that day now get out of here outro